Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Mark Seal. As Sortium's CEO and co-founder, Mark Seal is obsessed with generating digital experiences that feel organic, unique, and completely real. Mark is an entrepreneur by trade and a gamer by hobby. He built his first studio at the age of 18 based on an idea called Cosmogene, which would almost a decade later become Sortium's flagship game. Mark's hunger to merge technology and entertainment evolved into working at the Topps Company, where he oversaw digital IP management for Star Wars. He also pioneered NFT collectibles and negotiated exclusive first global NFT licensing deals for the likes of Walt Disney Company, Lucasfilms, and Stranger Things. Sortium emerged as a way to tap into Web3's limitless potential for gaming, experiences, and technology, and make it easy for everyone to create them as well. Well, good afternoon, Mark. Welcome to the show. Brian, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining, and I appreciate you making the time. I know you're based out of New York there, so it's not a huge deal. But again, always getting to meet somebody new every single day is amazing. So thank you, Mark. And so, Mark, we're going to jump right into the questions here. Talk about your career a little bit. Career in technology as a product manager, you were a serial entrepreneur, senior executive. Now you're the founder and CEO of Sortium. Could you just share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? You know, I, I would almost say that there's no there's no secret, but perseverance is is so important in in any entrepreneurial experience, any business. And I, I think many people say this, but until you're kind of sitting in the seat, it's it's hard to really establish and realize just just how important that is to keep pushing. And you're always going to have a million challenges, some of which will will feel like you you can't overcome them. But ultimately pushing through learning from failures and and making adjustments throughout your your career, throughout your life is really, I, I think, the key to any kind of success in anything anybody's trying to do. So that's really I think what it comes down to, right? And and learning and educating yourself and becoming uh, the best that you can in, in your given field and relying on uh, good people, surrounding yourself with good people who can can assist you. I don't think success is achieved alone. So it takes great people around you and takes a really persevering kind of attitude to to continue pushing as you get through challenges in, in your path. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. And you're right. Perseverance is just one of the foundational things that you need to, you know, be successful in about just anything that you do. I don't care if it's a job. I don't care if it's entrepreneurship, but that is so important. So thank you. And Mark, let's get into some of the, the more fun questions as, as we like to see. We're a tech platform. We're into esports, gaming, blockchain. We're into all that. But maybe you could share your thoughts on the role of AI in the Web3 gaming industry and what are the latest developments in Web3 gaming you might be able to share with us? Absolutely. So Web3 and AI are two of the most disruptive technologies that we've seen in our, our lifetimes. And I think Web3, even with some of the, the backlash, especially in the gaming industry that it's received, is misplaced. And, and really is placed more at some of the execution that, that has been done in, in late. But ultimately, blockchain, Web3, NFTs, all, all of those technologies are a fundamental evolution in control of your data. And what AI really brings to the table that, that 
complements Web3 and is complemented by Web3 is running AI processes, being able to authenticate them through the use of blockchain and run, it can be anything, game simulations, your game economies, uh, generative content and AI agents. Uh, so characters that you can interact with and talk to. Um, we're doing this in a game called Cosmogene that we're making in which we use a combination of AI and Web3 technologies for almost everything. You genetically engineer fantasy creatures. We encode their DNA on chain uh, so that that's immortalized on blockchain. We let you interact with your, your creatures. So an AI agent is running in the background, which provides a unique profile for every creature. It allows you to, to talk to them through natural language by typing to them in, in the game or um, eventually just talking to them with your, your phone or your microphone and really evolving the narrative of, of games. We're, we're talking to a couple of large studios now that I, I think in the next year to two years, there's going to be a huge transformative shift in the way that AI changes how we engage with interactive content. And, and again, it's everything from how our entertainment is balanced to the, the way that characters are made and created. I think many characters that we begin interacting with in games will, will not even be envisioned by a human prior. They will be generative and feel unique and like they have a life of their own. It's very exciting to hear, obviously, to make the game experience even more interactive and more dynamic is awesome. On the flip side, obviously, we know we've heard some of the, the naysayers on there, especially around G chat GPT. We've already found that it's, it's pretty biased, but I'm excited either way because I'm a gamer myself. So this is awesome. Mark, switching gears on the tech side, we're a tech platform. That's my background. You're obviously leveraging some of that new and emerging tech in your business there. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, so where Sortium is really excelling, uh, I mean, you, you have a world, and I'm sure you've seen them, especially uh, with ChatGPT and MidJourney and Dolly2. There's, there's all kinds of artificial intelligence tools and models that are coming out. And, and that's what it all ties back to. It's those, those models. So you have major players such as OpenAI, you have NVIDIA and a number of others that are, are making transformer models, and that's what's being implemented. So AI is almost turning into, or I think it'll be turning into at some point, basically a, a utility service. So where Sortium really comes in and where we're innovating, especially in the entertainment industry, is focusing on automation of game development and content creation pipelines. And ultimately, what that translates to is right now you have um, there's a couple of 3D model transformers out there. And the, the problem is the, the results aren't very usable. You get these cool things that look like and an, all right, it's an OK looking car or an apple or an object, but that's not going to run in a game. I mean, games are very complicated in, in the way that they're constructed and art assets and really any game asset has to be formatted in a certain way. So what Sortium is doing is we've created pipelines and fine-tuned our, our own models that we've, we've developed or leveraged, like, such as uh, OpenAI models that we fine-tuned and put them together into one, one system that allows us to generate content dynamically, both for the development of a game, but also in live operations of the game. So characters, 
lore narratives all being generated dynamically. So, so the thing that we were just talking about in the last, the, the last question where I said, I think we're going to have a transformative shift in, in content over the next year. That's exactly what Sortium is doing. And, and we're talking to uh, major film studios and uh, game studios as well about implementing the technology that we've created, which effectively leverages the power of, of the advancements in the AI models today and allows us to translate that into a kind of broad spectrum content creation system. Thank you. Truly appreciate you diving into this a little bit. We've got a lot of techies on in our audience that love to hear what people are working on and, and what technologies they're leveraging. So thank you again, Mark. And Mark, last question here. Could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either tech or entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. Early early on in, in my career, uh, while I was in, in startups, it takes it could take quite a while to gain traction. And I can't stress enough the the perseverance uh, and, and how that can can pay out dividends for somebody. So early on in my career, I, I had been working in various startups. I had started several of my own studios um, with various success in, in each. At one point, I ended up stuck with, in, a, in a non-disclosure, or not, not a non-disclosure, non-compete. So I got stuck in non-compete with a company that went public that I had sold some, some IP to at one point and uh, ended up taking uh, not a break, but I had to, to kind of shift out of entertainment and, and into uh, actually doing government uh, development product management for, for a while. So during this time, I really got to, to, to understand kind of the uh, another side of, of development, but started to, I would say, falter a little bit. Right. I, I wasn't sure about what I was going to do at that point. And then um, ultimately, when my non-compete was up, I kind of jumped back in and was like, no, I, I, I want to continue pushing in the entertainment field. I This is something I'm passionate about. This is where I want to be. And, and again, this is many years ago. But I started searching for opportunities again. And eventually that led to to me managing the uh, digital Star Wars IP at, at the Tops company. So for anybody who is currently an entrepreneur or, or looking to maybe shift out of their, their, maybe they're in a tech job and they're looking to kind of jump into the AI space or the entertainment space and, and push their career, you have to fight for yourself, right? You, you have to be pushing for opportunities. They may present themselves um, if, if you're lucky, but you have to actively seek them. And just to circle back to what I said, I think on the first question, you need to surround yourself with good people. Find people who are successful already. Ask them questions. Ask them what they ask them what they did. <laughs> what maybe what you're you're doing right now? But for the individuals, find people that are close to you who can have a conversation. And don't wait. Push for for progress. Push for where you want to be. Take risks while you can, and never stop. That is that is the only way I found that you can gain real real traction and real success is to to just never stop. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. And those are invaluable gems for the folks in our audience. We've got a lot of entrepreneurs as well. So I certainly appreciate that. And Mark, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. 
Well, thank you so much, Brian, for having me. For anybody who wanted to to keep track of what we're doing, you know, check out Cosmogene. It's going to be a great example of of our technology at play, uh, which we have a Discord for, we have a website for, and then can always keep track on on what Sortium is doing. We're going to be making some some large announcements soon. Bye for now. Bye.